In two days of talks, Blinken's main goal was to persuade Chinese officials to resume contact between the two militaries, cut off since August last year. It's less a hotline and more regular engagement, regular uh, communication, so that they understand what we're doing and not doing. But she did not agree. U.S. sanctions on China's defense minister were an excuse for why he refused his phone calls. Yeah, so the conundrum to me is if you got a guy who wants to fight you, you don't want to fight. How do you dictate any terms whatsoever? Aren't you in a constant state of retreat to try to avoid the fight? And he gets to set the pace of everything? Unless you can say confidently, I will fight you and I will beat you badly. Yeah, fighting me would be a really bad idea. That's about the only hope you got. So many stories, subplots uh, involving China going on right now. And who better to talk to than one of our favorite journalists, Josh Rogan, global opinions columnist for The Washington Post, also a political analyst with CNN. Josh Rogan, how are you, sir? Great. Thanks for having me back. Where do you Absolutely see, our pleasure. Where do you see things as they stand right now? Have we accomplished anything at this point? Yeah, you know, I think, frankly, your opening was like refreshingly honest and accurate in a sea of horrendous media coverage of this Blinken visit, you know, which is all centered around the question, which you answered amazingly, to be honest, which is like, wait, why are we doing this again? What do we, what do we hope to accomplish? And how is it that the most important thing in for our secretary of state, China policy is getting China to take, pick up the phone. That's the most important thing. And how is how do we understand the fact that the Chinese government says they want communication and dialogue and peace and cooperation and mutual respect and win-win solutions and to avoid the Cold War? That's what they say. But then when we're like, hey, uh, do you want to have a phone line? They're like, no, I'm sorry, we have, we can't go that far. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. We're in this ridiculous moment in our culture, in our society, where everyone is telling us, listen, we really got to make nice with China which would be great, and we never stop to think, even for one second, that question that you asked, which is like, what if they don't want that? What if they're not interested in that? What if they're lying? You know what I mean? What if they're telling... Now, to be sure, they don't trust us, we don't trust them, we've given them reasons not to trust us, they've given us reasons not to trust them. Sure. But the Biden administration sent the Secretary of State over there, and they, you know, patted him on the head and sent him packing. That's what happened. And he was like, hey, can we just get a phone line set up? You know, to avoid that conflict that you say you don't want. And they're like, nah. So that should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The difference between actions and words comes to mind. So we were discussing briefly earlier, Josh, the idea that China has this uh, strategy, very long term strategy to dominate the globe, including the United States. And there's really nothing we can do outside of the threat of force to dissuade them. I mean, we, we get together for these meetings. They might change their tactics, but not their strategy. Would you agree? Yeah, and not only that, it's not just a military strategy. Like, we're always talking about the South China Sea or what if we go to war with Taiwan. But that's that's important, but that's only one thing. You know, the Chinese strategy is economic and ideological and technological. And, you know, they want to sort of take over all the U.N. bodies so that they can turn them into anti-human rights organizations. And then they want to, you know, tell us to go pound sand when it comes to unfair trade practices and you know, they're using economic coercion all over the region, and all these countries are looking to us, and they're like, what do you got? You have, you have anything to contend with this? And, you know, that I think, you know, right, we can't change China. The hubris that comes from Washington is like, oh, we can make them to be like us. 
you know, and that's what I think we need to realize is that they're not going to become like us. They're going to, China's going to develop in its own way for better or worse. But here's the good news. If there is any, there are a lot of other countries who do want to help us. And there are a lot of countries, especially in Asia, who share our concerns. And this is why, like, when you hear, which you hear, I hear a lot of recently, oh, those Washington China hawks, oh, man, they're getting too, you know, there's too much groupthink and consensus that China's bad and, you know, you know that, that's going to start the war or something like that. You would, in order to believe that crap, you would have to ignore the fact that there's all these other countries in the world who face the same problem as we are. And when you think about China's rise, it will be the biggest richest uh country with the biggest economy and the probably the biggest you know like that'll that's gonna happen but if we join with i don't know the number three one which is japan or the number four one which is your you could all of a sudden we get the advantage again so i Mm. think that's really where we should focus our efforts interesting so uh, a couple of weeks ago the administration was forced to admit news reports that China was putting spying apparatus in Cuba, and now we have the story today, I think it's in the Wall Street Journal, that there is talk of some sort of base or training exercises between China and Cuba, Cuba, which could include Chinese troops in Cuba. How big a deal is this? Right. It's like, oh, man, don't compare this to the Cold War. But wait, they're putting a military base in Cuba. (laughs) It's like, all right, well, it's not exactly the Cold War, but, you know, there's a couple of things that are like kind of remind me of it a little bit, you know? And not to mention, you know, the gulags and the communism and the military expansion and the repression and all that stuff. But, I mean, you know, the funny thing about the Biden people is that, you know, anytime they're they're trying to be nice to Beijing, they just don't they don't want any bad news. about China. <laughs> so they just deny it as a matter of course. Oh, what about the Chinese visit Cuba? No, oh, we never saw it. I don't know. And then they're like, oh, but here it is. Like, oh, well, that wasn't us. That was the Trump administration. They dropped the ball on that. And it's not that bad anyway. It's not a spy base. It's a base that can spy. That's what that was like the latest one. <laughs> they, were like, they were like, it doesn't exist. And they're like, okay, it does exist, but it's not a spy base. It's just a base. And yeah, sure, there are spies there, but that's not the main point of the base. It's really more about, you know, you know, planting turnips. So, you know what I mean? This is the kind of nonsense that they spend their time in meetings at the National Security Council. And like, you can imagine, like, dozens of emails flying back and forth like oh can we say it's a base that spies oh yeah that'll work let's let's run with that okay send that up to you know what i mean this is what wow. our leaders spend their time worrying about okay uh, jo- but, josh josh um, rogan global opinions columnist for the washington post is online sorry josh go ahead finish your thought no i was just gonna say but i don't know i forgot what i said let's go on to the next question <laughs> i interrupted it was rude it was uh, untoward and i apologize no, 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 for it no, 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 no. so you gotta keep the show moving i get it we got a lot to get to <laughs> Well, and uh, you know, actually, uh, Jack went on a rant earlier about how we were the beggar. We were on our knees begging China for favors, and they were telling us to go to hell, and I accused him of being a, a jingoist and out of his mind and the rest of it. But, boy, <laughs> judging by your description, it, it, that seems to be the dynamic. But in the fairly limited time we have, right? what have we learned recently about the origins of COVID-19? How solid is the evidence? Right, right. By the way, I don't think this necessarily means that he's not out of his mind, by the way. Yeah. Uh, All right. Right. Sometimes when you're paranoid, they are after you, you know, as the old saying goes. Exactly. But, you know, listen, the evidence keeps mounting that probably likely, very likely, definitely, probably there was some relation between the outbreak of a bat coronavirus that infects humans with the lab in Wuhan next to the outbreak that was studying the bat coronaviruses that infect humans. (laughs) Now, color me shocked. But 
and like you like you know you know damn those people who you know refused to release this information for three years while people died and then and people were silent and all that stuff you know what i mean it's a real crime the cover-up is the crime here and the chinese have been covering up the labs since day one and we never asked well why are they covering up the labs if the labs are innocent why are they it doesn't make any sense so you know i think like now the evidence is piling up and i think the pressure is on the biden administration to release the rest of it they're sitting on the proof they have it we don't need to go to china we don't need to break into the wuhan institute of virology the proof is in the biden's hands and all he has to do is release it as the law requires him to do but i don't think they're going to do it for the reasons we just discussed because it's going to del- disrupt his delicate friendship with xi jinping and that's a tragedy well and i'm the opposite of a conspiracy theorist i approach virtually everything with a great deal of skepticism but the evidence seems so clear to me that u.s funding was intimately involved in the wuhan institute uh anthony fauci peter daszak eco health alliance all of them were in bed with that lab and they have been desperate to cover up their culpability for the deaths of millions of people agree disagree halfway what listen i i don't it's not that we funded the research that started the pandemic. It's that we built the whole laboratory that then took that laboratory and joined it with the Chinese military. And that's where the, you know, the problem likely happened. So we're indirectly responsible. And I say we, all of us, our whole system, which was thought that we could just engage China and work with these nice Chinese scientists and help them play around with that coronaviruses and everything would be hunky-dory. All right, that's a nationwide, government-wide failure that we refuse to acknowledge. Uh, but I think that, yeah, I think increasingly the jig is up. All right. Appreciate your time, man. Yeah, Josh Rogan of the Washington Post. Josh, it's always stimulating. Come on again soon, would you? Anytime. All right, thanks. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.